this computer. Oh no, <laughs> Polymerase is sick. Um, well, welcome everyone. So we're week three this week for Naturally Healthy Club. And um, let's see, this week we're talking about weighing with curiosity. And I wanted to start this with a quote from uh, Gretchen Rubin, which I really love is just that what we do every day matters more than what we do once in a while. And just that such a good reminder that particularly with food, like our everyday habits, some more important than our like what happens on Thanksgiving or what happens at Christmas time or what happens on our birthday or what happens on you know whatever like the so this once like what we do every day is really really key so just thought I'd start with that so plan for today I've got a little bit of news to share and then we're going to do a quick recap on last week's call then we're going to be talking a lot about weighing with curiosity and really helping you learn to understand like what causes weight fluctuations. And then we'll talk about home play and then we'll go into coaching. So um, yeah, that's, that's, that's the plan for today. And I'll also talk about like what, what we should be, what you should be focusing on for now. Um, so in terms of news, just to, for everyone, the live event, um, I've actually just at Fiona's request or she that some people in the group are um, better at reading than watching stuff. So I've put the written trans, I've got the, the live event transcribed and actually I should turn on transcription. That's a good, remember Julie, Jules, who are you? Um, captions, show captions in English, fantastic. Okay, so we've got transcriptions on if anyone wants to see them. And I've got the live events transcribed as well. So that if you want to go back and just have a look, just, you know, if you prefer to read or you just want to quickly flick through, those are there. Um, I've posted the links to the transcriptions underneath the, um, the replay videos in circles. So those, those are there for you to go if you want. Totally no, no pressure. Um, other news, just a reminder for everyone that we've got the private podcast feed. Um, so that's for the weekly calls and the live event and also do a thought for the day. I also put, post a thought for the day in circle, but it's um, I have more of an explanation on the, the podcast. So that's um, to if you haven't already subscribed to that, there's a link in circle so that you can check that out. Um, and I also posted in the, in a link here in the group, just in the chat for the group, just to make sure you've completed the intake form and put in your address if you haven't already done. I think most people have, but just in case, I thought I would mention it. And in other news, so we have a post of the week prize. And so this prize is for um, usually one person. So who does a post in the in the in circle in the group and it's open to anyone any type of post asking for help sharing a tiny win anything that you post in the group is eligible and this week I actually um, couldn't decide because there's so much activity on the group which I love and so I actually um, awarded two posts of the week prize so one's for Anka Anka and the other is for um, Maria and they both posted something that they were struggling with so I won't always choose something that you're struggling with but wanted to celebrate both of both Anka and Maria who were on the call this morning um, for like they noticed something that was like that they weren't so sure about or that was not feeling great and they posted in the group so 
that is like exactly what we like. I was so proud of them for doing that. And just a reminder that, of course, there's going to be times where you're not sure what you should be doing or like you just or you feel overwhelmed or it just doesn't feel great. And yeah, you can come, turn up to a, a, one of the live calls. That's a great place to get coached, but you have that ability to post in the group. There's a section that says, help, I'm struggling, post in the group. Or even if you like, it's not like this big struggle, like you can still post in the group if there's something that you, or a question or something that you want help with. So, um, and I'll actually go through and um, coach later on and just on what both Anke and Maria had, had, um, had, posted so that like I've coached them in the group but also just I think both of them had some like them some things coming up that I think are are really common like things to be worried about or feeling feeling at this point so I'll I'll share that with the do some coaching for the whole group with with that Um, okay so that's news so recap from last week so last week our theme was I maximize the pleasure of food and why do we care about pleasure like why am I even mentioning that like it's pretty radical in a food like health program that we do this and because it's really fun (laughs) is the first reason like I love that we I've been given this gift of food and that we get to enjoy the the beautiful pleasure of all the flavors and things so that's the first part reason but the other reason is because it's a really key part to satiety so when we are tuned into the pleasure and we're getting pleasure from our food we're way more likely to feel satisfied with a reasonable amount than if we're distracted and we're not paying attention um because and you you'll know that yourself like you you there'll be times where you've like you know, you you're eating doing work and you've got a bag of chips like the chips are gone and you're like hang on I, I hardly even feel like I've had them um so that's that's the two main reasons but also like pleasure and this is something I learned with my sex coach last year is that pleasure is actually tuning into pleasure is a really great way to and and this is all types of, of pleasure but you know eating in particular it's a great way to soothe ourselves it's a great way to get out of our brains worrying and stressing and to like to de-stress actually and then another reason to tune into pleasure is that it builds that self-trust because when you're giving yourself like giving yourself permission to eat food that you really love and then you're eating it you're enjoying it and you're stopping like you're at a reasonable amount like you're not going back and having like you know 10 cookies you're just having one or two that that feeling of like I can do this like that builds so much self-trust so heaps of reasons why we want to do that and then Last week we spoke about like how to actually maximize the pleasure of food. So there's four steps that I took you through. So first is just this piece of giving yourself permission to have delicious things, um, and which is why we are in with our daily practice. The first thing I'm getting you to do is to plan a treat every day, so that you've got something that you're looking forward to, and then and giving yourself permission to really enjoy food because a lot of um, a lot of our overeating is is just driven by like restriction and not letting ourselves have food that we love. So that's um, part one, Um, step one. Step two is to enjoy the anticipation because when we plan stuff, we get to think about it and that's actually brings pleasure and releases dopamine in our brains at that moment when we plan um, just as much as when we actually have the cupcake or the glass of wine or whatever it is so we get to like get um we get to like it's just by planning ahead we get to enjoy like and anticipate and that that is such a like it's doubling like adding to our pleasure just imagining having things so that's step two step so we've got give yourself permission enjoy the anticipation um 
let's see, step three is to slow down and focus on the food. And that's just, you know, use your senses. And step four is to coach yourself when you want more. Because, of course, like if something's really delicious, of course you're going to want more. Um, And, like, of course there's going to be times where you have a slice of cake and you're like, oh, that was so good, I want more. And rather than, like, giving into that urge to have more, just learning to coach yourself in that moment and go, actually, no, there's a reason why I only plan to have one piece of cake. And also, like, give yourself the go, okay, make a plan. Okay, I do want more cake. I'm going to have like make a plan for when you can have it later. So it's like, you know, I'm going to, okay, maybe I'm going to have another piece tomorrow or I'll have, I'll have it next week or whatever it is, like whatever makes sense for you. But yeah, like giving yourself, like coaching yourself and making a plan, uh, like wait, like makes it means it's way more likely to stick to your original plan. So that's how we maximize pleasure. So we give ourselves permission we enjoy the anticipation, we slow down and focus. Um, and then step four is to coach yourself when you want more. So the answer starts to question, is feeling full society the same as feeling satisfied? They seem different. Yeah. And they can be, Leanne, very different. So, and that's like, um, and so what we like, yeah, what, what you want to do is just like tune in to how you're feeling like, and, and to, um and because because if you're having like so yeah like they can be the same as well I'm just thinking about the the best way to to answer that like but there's there's a feeling of like fullness is like you know a feeling like a physical feeling in your tummy like I think think of that whereas feeling satisfied is just that that feeling of like it, it, you, you can feel satisfied like I've had enough of that cookie I've had enough cookies without necessarily feeling full in your body does that make does, does that it seems like I could eat a lot more cake yeah exactly exactly so what we want to do is and particularly for sugar um, because it stimulates like it releases a lot of dopamine so what we want to do for things like that that's why we have boundaries and we, we when we're planning what giving ourselves permission we're not giving ourselves permission to have the whole cake we're giving ourselves permission to have whatever feels good to us and we're using our prefrontal cortex to decide that ahead of time rather than using like because if you wait until the moment to feel satisfied when I've had enough cake then you're going to like you're going to keep wanting the whole cake <laughs> so yeah that, that that's that's the key yeah awesome great question Leanne um okay and so that's how we maximize pleasure. And then, um, and also that like the other thing to remember is that we learn by failing. Like it's in beginning, in the beginning, particularly if you've been restricting and you've been telling yourself cake's bad, when you, when you give yourself an opportunity to have them, it's, there's going to be a lot more desire there, but the more you do this and practice it, the more you'll build that. And when you have some wins of like actually planning a treat, like something sweet, having one piece, really enjoying it and sticking to your plan like that and building that self-trust the like when you have that evidence like it's going to just make it easier and easier but it's a skill that we're going to learn and we're going to get it wrong sometimes so what we don't want to do when we get it wrong is to make it mean that we'll never get there just remember that this is just part of learning to find that balance and you know there's still times where I get it wrong like where I have too much sugar whatever and that's okay like it's not like we never need to be perfect at it um cool so we 
Yeah, and then the 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 other thing we spoke about, the other thing we did last week was we did that tasting exercise where we had two pieces of food and we ate one with distractions and as fast as we could, and the other where we slowed down and were completely focused. And I guided you through, um, you know, taking our time with the food. Um, and so if you haven't done that exercise, like definitely check out the replay from last week and schedule some time to do it. Um, like just see, because it's one thing to intellectually know something but when you actually physically have that experience you'll like it really will change how you think about and how you feel about about like eating quickly and eating with distractions so did anyone have any questions or any um thoughts that came up from last week's call that you wanted to um i think I'm, sometimes i'm having when i go to plan my treat in the morning i'm like i don't know what i'm gonna want mm. so I'm leaving space absolutely great like yeah and I'll be like it might be a piece of chocolate it might be a piece of cheese but I but there's gonna be a treat there's <laughs> gonna be a treat and that's that's perfect Marisa yeah okay. yeah that's right yeah black yeah it's like some yeah sometimes you don't know and also sometimes you can change it in the moment too like if you had planned chocolate and then you're like you know what I really want cheese instead like totally you can swap out swap out cheese okay and also like because sometimes like stuff will come up like um that you hadn't thought about and maybe someone's going to offer you a amazing donut and you're like going to be oh yeah I'd plan my chocolate but then you're like no this donut looks good and so like yeah feel free to just swap the treats around yeah for sure excellent cool anyone else any questions before we move on Okay, great. Okay, now let's move on to talking about learning from daily weighing. So um, we started out, we, I did kind of give you a high level on this in the live event, but I'm going to, going to go deep, deeper on daily weighing today. Um, so the first thing is like, why do we want to weigh ourselves every day? And basically it's, there's no surprises then we know when we have the data we know exactly where we are and it's more immediate feedback than like doing measurements or feeling how your clothes fit like that takes a while for you have to like your body needs to change a bit for your clothes to to fit differently unless you've got bloating and um so like yeah, it gives you that more immediate feedback. And the reason we want to do daily versus weekly or monthly is because then it, it normalizes variation. So if you're um, you do, like, if you're do only doing like weighing yourself once a week, it, there's just not enough data for it to be actually meaningful. And, um, and also like by doing it daily, it allows you to observe patterns and it allows you to learn like what works for you, what doesn't work for you. And, um, there's a heap of research that's showing that people who weigh daily are less likely to be overweight. So um, there is a national uh, weight loss registry in the US and it's for anyone who's lost 30 pounds and kept it off for over a year can join this registry. Like it's a study and most of the people in there have lost like an average of 66 pounds and kept it off for five years. And the, um, 74% of those people weigh themselves on a regular basis. So it is like there's research around it as well. Um, and and the, the, cool, the cool thing is that like it just gives you like, yes, you can feel how you feel in your body, but it just gives you another data point, like another frame, frame of reference. And so it just like having the data is like I find really, really helpful. Because one thing I noticed like when before I used to, I've been weighing for myself for about 10 years, probably longer. And 
actually I have data for, for 10 years because I like got my Fitbit's first Fitbit scale um, 10 years ago when Fergal was born. Um, but what was I going to say there? Yeah, so the like having that data is really, really helpful and and it just takes the guessing away. Cause like like before I used to be like always worried about am I am I getting weight? Am I not? Like, you know, am I what what is it? like am I okay and whereas now like when I started weighing myself I was like right well I know exactly if I'm gaining or not and also like you know if you get bloating it's like sometimes you can just feel really blur in your body but if you've weighed yourself and you know okay well my weight's still this or it's only slightly up then that can actually stop some crazy thoughts going on whereas if you're feeling really blur in your body from bloating like you know you you can your brain can go into like oh I'm really like you know make it a lot worse than it is so so there's all the reasons why. And like one of the biggest objections that people have to weighing themselves is that like, I don't want to obsess about, I don't want to obsess about my weight is the, is the biggest is the biggest objection. And the thing is that if you're fearing and avoiding the scale, like it doesn't make you any less of a slave to it. And the way to, because you're still worrying, am I, you're, like in the back of your mind, like, oh, I don't, am I gaining or am I not? Like you're still obsessing if you're, even if you're not weighing. And the way there's, to stop obsessing is really to step on the scale every day and like without feeling shame or pride and just put that that um that separate your self-worth from the number on the scale because you are an amazing person regardless of what that that number is and the this is like having this daily practice is a way to remind yourself and to and to notice like if you are getting attached to it like what am I thinking about this what am I making it mean so like it's an opportunity to coach yourself and to separate that out um so yeah data is power like knowledge is power and it actually stops you stops you obsessing and stops you guessing because you have that data um Okay, Marissa says need some coaching on that. Um, okay, will we coach on that now, Marissa? Like, tell me what's going on, what's coming up for you. Um, I'm, I really am so proud of myself that I bought a scale. And <laughs> I just, uh, like the first day I was like, oh, okay, I don't love that number. But the next day I lost a pound and then I felt a little pride about it. And I think like another day it went up a little bit. Anyway, we had a little staycation. We ate every meal out, but I did all the things, put, you know, put the color down. down. But I was still up a pound today on the scale, and I really like. I had to. It didn't feel great, and I, I'm right. like, I'm like, I'm fine, I'm fine, but I don't really feel fine. <laughs> right, 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 right. I'm right. like, I need so, to get some coaching because it upset me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so what were the thoughts? Like, what were you thinking? Like, when you saw that number, I think I thought like, it's so funny. I thought like, oh, I'm this just it's not going to work. It's not like, going to work. Gonna I'm not going to lose weight. I'm not going like to lose I weight. Like last week, I'm going to. And then I thought like, everybody's posting these beautiful wins. And I was too. Like, I have had so many wins. Why am I all of a sudden having this horrible defeatist thought of like, yeah. the whole thing's not going to work because I'm could, up a pound. Could you up a pound more than when I first weighed myself. <laughs> right, know? right. Right. Over one week. Yeah. Over one week. One week, Jules. Yeah. So this is like... Okay, not so great that you like feeling like that, but great that you've like that you noticed, Marissa, and great that you yeah. came up to. And I have some group. sense of humor about it. Like I know yeah. enough, like get the coaching and be like, it's going to be fine. But I need coaching. <laughs> yeah, cool, 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 cool. And it's just, can you can you notice now that like when you look back on that that thought of like I'm not going to lose the weight, it's not going to work. 
that's what's really freaking you out. Like that's what's making you feel the negative emotion. Yeah, I think it is because I got used the number. I was like, yeah, I didn't love that number, but it's fine. It's okay. I'm, you know, but yeah, it was the, like, all of a sudden this fear that the like, story. What if, yeah. Yeah. What if I really can't lose the weight? Yeah. You know, that got very like, it's scary. And like, and I, and I had to tell him, I'm like, it's been literally one week. Who knows what that number even meant a week ago when I first weighed myself after years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, now, it scared me, it defeated me, that thought, that story. Yeah, yeah. So what if instead of like, so it's great that you recognize that. Like, and of course, like, let's do some self-compassion. Like, like, of course, that's, that's feels scary. Like, and of course, it feels like, of course, your brain's wanting to immediately go to this means I'm doomed. Yeah. And when that comes up again, because there's going to be times where the scale's higher than you expect it to be, just reminding yourself, like, like, this does this one point this one point of data does not predict the future like it's just I just need to take it one point one one step at a time okay this is it doesn't predict the future yeah yeah and I just have to do it one day at a time okay yeah so if you like think now like this isn't this isn't a prediction of the future I just have to focus on one one day at a time how does that feel or it, feels, it feels good I think there's like one to come. yeah to I think, yeah um I think I just like to you know I'm a doer yeah <laughs> thing that you can't like do super well we know you can do it quickly but it's not gonna work right you could I could lose a bunch of weight in two weeks and then I can gain it all back so I think it's yeah, it's just a little patience, a little self-compassion, yeah. a little belief, like you said, you know, having belief that this is going to work. Yeah. And then just being used to the fact, I'm just not used to that. I'm not used to the scale at all. So yeah. Just- okay. So what about like, yeah, just bringing the curiosity to intuitive, like, okay, well, what can I learn from this? Okay. We started to see it in that way. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like we're telling yourself, like, what can I, and we're going to talk about that next of like okay. the things that you're going to learn. So, but yeah, or maybe even just telling yourself, okay, this doesn't mean I'm doomed and okay. there's just something here for me to learn. Okay. Even if I don't know what it is, that's okay. Even if I don't know what it is. Yeah. And sometimes okay. I won't know, but sometimes I will, okay. like, this is how I, or this is how I learn. Okay. I know. Cause yeah, that's a lot of pressure on myself too. I thought, Marissa, how can you even know what that means? It's been a week. Like, how could you, you can't analyze that data yet. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So thank you. I just, yeah, I definitely have, cause I felt kind of alone with it. Right. Right. Yeah. And also um, something else I wanted to coach on that you said in like that you've seen it, like people in the group. So first of all, like, let's stop like posting in the group like amounts of weight like it's so actually like naturally healthy club because it's not biggest loser it's not about sharing pounds and whatever um and so yeah like and that compare and despair of like oh everyone else's that's and that's what I coached Maria on this morning actually of like it's great when people everyone's posting tiny wins in the group but sometimes that can like you can like our brains, our human brains want to go into compare and despair. So where you go, oh, everyone else is making so much more progress than me. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think like someone said they had their tree and the scale went down. I had a day like that too, but I didn't have that today. So I was like, yeah, exactly. So so we forget, isn't that funny that we forget? Yeah. Yeah. So this is like, it's actually really great to remind ourselves that, um, yeah, like that when we go into compare, when we're comparing, like that, that, that's really not helpful. And that like, and the antidote to that, to coach yourself on that is just to notice and then bring it back to, but you know, I'm where I need to be. I'm learning the lessons I need to learn. And yeah, just, just notice pulling yourself up on it. Like I'm on my journey and like, yeah, I'm where I I need to be. uh, Education in this session of like, that if it goes up, it doesn't mean all is lost. (laughs) You know, like, yes, I don't even yes. know. I don't know if it means all is lost or not. So I yeah, think. And like a pound, Marissa, is like, it's two cups of water. It's like. Oh, okay. So, That's interesting. Yeah. It's like, you know, in the scheme of things, it's really not, um, it's not a big amount of weight. And it's really, and everyone's like, your weight fluctuates, but like by that, just as it, as it does, like, that's just normal part of like, and we'll go into those, those reasons why. So. Okay. Um, thank you so, so yeah. much for letting me air it out a little. <laughs> yeah. Great. No, I think that's going to be helpful for everyone. And Jennifer said, same thing happened to me. Um, and I told myself it's just information. Yeah. Great. Jennifer. So excellent self-coaching. Um, so that might be a thought to think is this is just data and it doesn't change who I am as a person. It doesn't change who I'm becoming. Like, One of my yeah. um, affirmations every morning is I'm gorgeous and inspiring. Like yeah. so no, matter, no matter what my weight is, I'm gorgeous. And yeah, exactly. I love that. That's beautiful. Yeah. It yeah. helps. Yeah. That's my fear. If I'm, you know, too overweight, I'm not gorgeous and inspiring. So I'm like, but, I'm always going to be. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So good. Um, yes. Excellent. Okay, great. I'm glad we, glad we coached on that. So how do how do we go about weighing ourselves every day? Um, so just you want to have a primer thought <laughs> to help, and this is going to help Marissa with the um, with the like to get get before you jump on the scale. Just remind yourself, like, and like to bring the curiosity. So it's like I when I do it, it's like oh, I wonder what it's going to be today. And particularly if I've had like a, a, a like I've had a big dinner and I've overeaten, and I know that it's probably going to be high up then I just remind myself, oh, I wonder what it's going to be like. And oftentimes you'll find like when you're approaching it like that, if you think it's going to be really high, it's not as bad as you think it's going to be. It's not as high as high as it's going to be, but that just remembering like to bring help that, that, that thought is like helps to bring the curiosity or Jennifer's thought, um, you know, it's just information that can be a helpful one as you, or it's just data. This is just data. I'm not this doesn't change me as a person to have that little coaching session with yourself before you jump on the scale. So you want to treat it as an experiment, but, and to weigh yourself every day, like it's important to do it like first thing in the morning before you have anything to eat and drink. And um, I'm wearing the same thing. So you've got that consistency. Um, there was a time where I started wearing these bed socks and I weighed myself with these, the bed socks on. And like, I was like, Oh my goodness, why do I wait? So and I didn't really realize. And then I weighed the socks later separately and they were like they were a kilo like my big thick socks like so that's two pounds like from the socks so um <laughs> yes wear the same wear the same thing every day um and then we want to graph your results because that helps to see things in perspective because it is the number like the 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 number is going to go up and down and plus or minus like one pound or two pounds is normal fluctuation so plus or minus like like 500 grams is normal fluctuation and so yeah you want to be able to see it on a graph 
Um, and just remind yourself, yeah, it's just, we want to just be really careful about what you make it mean, whatever the number is. Um, so, yes. So things that cause weight to fluctuate up. So the first thing is, and there's actually this, um, this is in circle. I'll just post the link if you want to, if you want to have a look at it and see the visual or we'll see words written down. Uh, yeah, so there's, that's, this is it under the resources section in circle, but the things that cause weight to fluctuate up are eating more than enough, eating more than enough, number three, eating more than enough. Um, so eating more than your body obviously causes weight to, to, go, to go up. Number four is grazing. So that, and that, the reason for that is it's, real, it's much harder to tune into your body and because you can, if you're grazing all day, you can be eating little bits of food. So you never actually feel super full or super satisfied or feel like you've overeaten, but you have still eaten across the, the you know, the, that time period more than your body's needs. Number five is constipation. Um, nobody's friend, but that can be another thing that particularly if it's really surprising, that's one of the first things I check in with, with or how's my digestive health. Uh, number six is salt. So what, and that's because when we have, a, if you're not used to having a lot of salty food and then you have something really salty, that can cause um, water retention. So that causes the weight to fluctuate up. Um, high carb foods, if you, um, so, and the reason for that is just the way that we store carbohydrate as glycogen, when we store one gram, so one unit of, um, of carbohydrate, our body, just the chemical way that it does it, it actually stores four grams of water. So four units of water. So even though you've only eaten, like overeaten by at least one, this, this, um, this amount, then you've got the four extra bits of water that are contributing to the weight being up. And so what you'll find is if you have, say, sushi, then you, you, know, you can listen to your body, feel like I didn't really overeat that, but then it's un, like un, uh, unexplicably high. It's because of this water storage thing. And so then the next day, if you haven't had sushi, like it'll, you'll, that you'll, it'll go back down. Um, so that's not a reason to never have carbs or never have a sushi, but it's just something to be mindful of that sometimes, you know, if that's, you're making that choice to have high carb food, that that's going to reflect the next day, but it will go away afterwards. Um, heavy weight sessions can cause, um, cause weight to go up. And, um, but personally, I don't experience this. Like I do work out with weights, but I, I'm not like crazy i've never noticed a correlation between like weight stays and training days and um and my weight and then the final thing that causes weight to fluctuate up is um you know pre-period water retention so depending on your hormones that can um for some people that that is like a couple of days before their period their weight will be higher than they expected uh, again that's something that i don't but i've got pcos and crazy cycles so um that's all the reasons that things like weight fluctuates up but then in terms of like things that cause weight to fluctuate down we've got listening to your body listening to your body and number three listening to your body so eating getting that quantity piece right is so key to this um, number four is eating proper meals because um as like it's opposed to the grazing one like if you're eating proper meals you're more likely to feel satisfied and listen to your body um, number five, it causes weight to fluctuate down. And this often will be a surprise is um, like, so diarrhea, opposite of the constipation. No need to explain that. Um, I find eating like a lot, 
eating more high protein food causes weight to fluctuate down because and i think that generally is because when you the more when you're having more protein you are feeling more satisfied so you're more likely to stop um stop with less without overeating um, number seven is dehydration. So just if it's a hot day and you haven't had enough to drink. And then number eight is alcohol. So, and what happens is like when we have alcohol, it dehydrates us. So, so often, you know, we'll go out for a big night and, um, you know, overeat. And then the next day, the number on the scale won't be as bad as we were expecting it to be. And that's just because the alcohol's dehydrated us. So, um, even though we've overeaten, the net negative is that the weight isn't as high as you'd be expecting. So, um, so that's the the key things that cause these like day to day fluctuations. And then there's other factors that play into it. So, like things like sleep, your activity level, stress, and insulin resistance. So they impact your that like the you know the the long term trend, but they don't call the cause these like day, daily fluctuations and. Um, and the reason they impact your long-term trend is because of the impact that that sleep activity level stress um, and insulin resistance have on your appetite so um, so we're just gonna I'm just gonna share Veronica's chart with you with you guys um, so this is Veronica was someone who was in the um, oh actually have I got this open yeah we're gonna screen share let's do it screen share uh, 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 I think this is the right one okay now oh no where is it oh running up here we go so because you guys can see it can you guys see a graph there yeah and so what what i want you to take away from this is like you know this is over the six months is like you know there was period there were periods where you know the number was pretty, pretty, pretty flat, and then it would be up and down and up and down. So this is this is like normal, like, but you can see the overall trend how that that's changed. So you know there was a good few weeks there where like you know nothing was happening, where it's not like like it was kind of looked like it was um, stagnant, and then you know it, it changed down. So um, just this is important, I think, just to normalize that you know, it's not ever going to be this like amazing, perfect curve down that, that we do get ups and downs. And there's like, so we like just want to be looking at the long-term picture and um, yeah. And just remembering to focus on one, one day at a time. So like just rem knowing that like just doing your best with each day, like is the best, is the fastest way to get that, that curve to change. Um, and yeah, as Veronica said, like I already know um, um, this is not a subject that needs big picture strategizing. So I already know what to do. Just the same old little things, one day at a time, one at a time, one meal at a time, one day at a time. So, so yes, so share. So that's yeah, that's all part of weighing ourselves. This is is normal. Okay, what did Mary say? Even if instead of what if, all oh, right, even if the scale is higher than I'd like to be, I'm a naturally healthy person or gorgeous and inspiring instead of what if. Yeah, right. That's a really powerful reframe, Mary. Like I love that. Like thinking about even if the scale is higher than I expect it to be. Yeah, so good. Thanks for sharing that, Mary. Um, okay, so we'll just 
some sneaky thoughts that that can creep in when we're weighing ourselves is like you know it it doesn't make sense or but I did everything right like but I was being so good and the number's still higher um so you can see like if you're thinking like I'm being so good and the number's still high like that makes me feel like poor me like it's, it's not very helpful it feels really demotivating and so rather than thinking that just remembering like it's supposed to fluctuate that's okay like this is part of normal part of fluctuation I think is a, is a way more power like inspiring and more motivating thought or if you notice yourself saying oh that's like Marissa's like it's not working just remember yeah it is supposed to fluctuate it is supposed to, to it's not supposed to go down every day um I'm exactly where I need to be. Oh, um, another one is like, oh, you know, well, I can't eat, I can't eat sushi, I can't eat pizza, I can't eat ice cream if I want to lose weight. And what we want to remember is that that it's never any particular food, like there's no bad food. So there's never any particular food that's a problem. It's like, yes, you can eat those foods. It's just the amount that you have and the frequency that you have. So you might find if you have sushi, you know, every day, that like that's fine as long as you're only having a, a small amount that you will still be able to lose weight but we don't you don't want to like think to yourself oh if you really love sushi and don't start thinking to yourself oh if I want to lose weight I can't have sushi because that just get gets you into restrictive mindset so we want to just remind ourselves that yeah like just be careful about drawing that conclusion um, or the same as like, oh, I can't eat re at restaurants if I want to lose weight. Yes, you can eat at restaurants if you want to lose weight. But what we need to do is when you're eating at restaurants, really tune into your body and like look at the quantity piece. Um, so some helpful questions that I find when you um, to like to get you curious when you're like and to kind of diagnose what's going on. First is like just looking back, like when I'm when the weight's like higher than I would expect it to be. I think back to like, was I grazing? Was I snacking? Was I picking when I was cooking? And oftentimes the answer will be yes. Um, or like another one to think about is like, you know, did I really listen to my Tommy at mealtime, particularly at dinner time? Like, and, you know, did I not just leave food on my plate, but did I really tune in? Like, how was I feeling after dinner? Um, I also always check in with like, a, uh, wonder about like, how's my digestive health and just, just make sure that 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 could have been the cause um and then i think about like do i have a lot of carbs or do i have a lot of alcohol or salt like with with those factors and then also like you know what do i want to do differently now now that i know that this this happened and this is the result like is there anything that i want to do differently because of this and that's how we learn hey mary um just saw your hand up yeah i i thought i could add something on that yeah um, cool. since i've i've been doing yes. it for um, since July and Amazing. Um, I was not surprised when over the holidays like I you know did some sort of ups and downs more ups than downs um, but then in January I thought making the most of January it's going to be a great month and it wasn't and so I thought I was doing everything right but I remembered what you said about when it's not like you feel like something's out of whack like you know I think I'm doing everything right but my the scale isn't reflecting it or I'm not feeling good in my clothes or some other indicator yeah. um so what I did was I got really honest with myself about treats and 
I told Lisa at lunch the other day, I said, I think I got to where basically I was eating protein and chocolate. Like I was like, January is a month of protein and chocolate. (laughs) I can eat whatever I want, but I have to eat protein. So then I feel really righteous that I ate my protein and then I would have chocolate. And, and I was always listening to my belly and all of that. But, um, but when I got really honest about, and I like how you said it last week, like a treat is whatever feels like an indulgence. And when I stopped that Weight Watchers kind of thinking of, you know, well, this is a point and this is a point, so they're equivalent. Um, and I can just eat as much chocolate as I eat protein. And I, I kind of got really honest with myself. I always have a journal anyway, so I plan out my meals. And then in the evening or the next morning, I would be like, what did I really eat? Okay, and then I would notice that I had many more treats than I thought I was having. And so now I'm kind of setting, I'm being very intentional about that, setting that treat goal and thinking to myself when I have an opportunity to eat something and I think, oh, but I've done so well. And of course, my stomach, my tummy is still not satisfied. I can have chocolate instead. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That of, you know, another bite of sandwich, I, um, I think, oh, but that's an indulgence. So that's a treat. Like I'm trying to train my mind to be like, that's a treat. You know, that's not part of your meal, Mary. (laughs) Right. So do you think it's just like, I think what you said there about being a bit more honest with yourself, Mary, like that's, yeah, that's really it. Yeah. And it sounds like you're doing it from like a, like a kind place too, like not a, like, yeah, it was really, I'd spent a week just not trying to control it or anything, just like noting it, like just, just data, you know, just data. How many times did I have a chocolate or how many times did I, you know, have a latte, right? A mocha latte. How many times did I do that? And I just kind of kept, kept track. And by the end of the week, I was really surprised that I had, I was indulging myself like twice as much as I thought I was like if you had asked me I would have said oh no no more than once or twice a day and by the end of the week it was like oh okay actually (laughs) there's a lot of there's a lot of indulgence here like four or five times a day you know so so then I um so that refocusing what you said last week you know getting back with the three hour um you know kickstarting again was like, all right, think of it as it's an indulgence, not it's like my last course of my lunch, or it's not my, my snack, you know, my snack should be something that gives me energy and keeps me going. Nuts is okay, but it's an indulgence if it's just a mocha latte. Yeah, got it. That was my, my learning to myself. And I, you know, I wasn't mad at myself. I didn't, I didn't, you know, punish myself or anything. It was just sort of like, okay, you know, come on, inner three-year-old, you've taken the wheel for a while. Like, yeah, yeah. And like we know, seat. we know where, we know where the, what happens when that, when you're driving. So thank you. Right. Yeah. We see yeah. what happens. Yeah. yeah. And I, was, I love that Mary, like, it sounds like you're approaching it from like, yeah, like, this is what, like, I don't need all that, that indulgence, actually. I want to, like, this is right. what, it, like, this is what I, like, I can st- still have some indulgence, but I can rein it back. Yeah. Yeah, it, it felt, it feels like now, and then using, you know, different tools, it's like, no, I want to anticipate it. I want to look forward to it. And I have to tell you, this is my tiny win for the week, is 
I bought Girl Scout cookies on Friday. I haven't had one yet. Right, right, right. It's like, <laughs> you know, so um, I, uh, so I just, you know, I'm, but that's going to be my treat today. I'm going to have my, some Girl Scout cookies. Yay. So you've been looking forward and to And I've the been Girl looking Scouts forward cookies. to it. Yay. So good. So good. I was wondering if you like, you didn't actually like Girl Scout cookies when you just bought them. Oh, no, 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 no. Are they good? They're good. I've been known to eat a whole box. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. But yeah, so that's, I've been looking forward to it all day long today. You know, it's Yay. Just like, and how much yeah, fun is that? Yeah. Girl Scout cookies yeah. 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 So good. Hey, Marisa, what's your question? Oh, and Leanne, actually, Leanne, Leanne had asked, um, does it count as overeating if it's vegetables? Yes, Leanne, like too much food is too much food. <laughs> um, yeah, um, but great question, Leanne. I'm glad you asked it. <laughs> glad you asked it. Um, okay, Marisa, what about you? What, what did you? What uh, so I know there's no bad foods and stuff, but really just a nutrition education question, kind of like too many vegetables. Is a latte with like oat milk, but no sugar? Like, I don't consider that a treat. But if there's a latte with like lavender honey, that would be a treat. But is just a regular latte with oat milk, is that a treat? That I just, for like. So does it feel indulgent to you, Marissa? No, if I have it with any kind of sugar in it, like a this lavender honey one, that's a treat. But at 11 o'clock, I like to leave because I work from home sometimes and go get a latte. It just feels like, I don't, I mean, I love it, but it doesn't feel like chocolate or drink with sugar in it or yeah yeah okay well, that's, more that's, like work that's survival sounds <laughs> like it's not it's not a treat for you yeah okay it's yeah. just like the the one thing I would just say like for anyone that's got insulin resistance milk having milk is like even though it doesn't have a lot of carbohydrate in it there's something about whey powder whey protein that acts in a similar way to glucose in your body so it actually stimulates insulin so if you I always have, do non-dairy is that like oat milk um, so, yeah so it doesn't have the whey powder but I um, kind of sugar though probably right and it just well, it has some carbohydrate in it but it, like they they definitely add some sugar to sweeten it but I don't I'm not sure if yeah I need to have a look at the ingredients okay. but yeah like but just I was just thinking for lattes for everyone else like um, if you are insulin resistance, it's something just to be mindful of. But yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. My latte always has multiple syrups, maybe whipped cream, go Mary. <laughs> awesome. Okay. So um, does anyone else have any questions on weighing yourself? Like how's everyone feeling about that? Let me go into the gallery view so I can see. When... Anyone got any worries? hesitations no we're feeling good about weighing ourselves money you're feeling okay about it yeah she's bulls nodding great great samantha jennifer chris nira um right right um yeah okay no one no one's everyone's feeling good about it okay actually chris chris is like um you're still thinking about it. So that's good. I hope you're still thinking about it, Chris. You don't have to decide. And for anyone else that's like flagged that they're like not comfortable with weighing yourself, just remember, take all this with a grain of salt <laughs> and that, you know, we're getting, we're working out alternatives, tracking strategies for you guys. Um, Olian said that um, looks like oat milk has twice the carbs as cow's milk. Yeah. So like, just be mindful of that. But um, 
we don't want to like if you love oat milk lattes like include them in your life marissa yeah um um samantha says i'm good i don't always enjoy it but i'm doing it okay so if you're not enjoying it samantha would like bring some let's how can you bring it some the curiosity into it and like have it make it as a game with yourself like it doesn't have to be this life or death thing it doesn't have to be this heavy like awful thing that you're doing it's like just you're allowed it's allowed to be fun <laughs> I know that sounds crazy um okay so before um we move into coaching just so your home place so where we're meant to be um focusing on at the moment so it's the same as last week so we want to start your daily practice habit so that habit of like writing your one sentence and planning your daily treat um and um you, you're welcome to take there's a we're running a challenge to help you with that habit so that's details for that are in circle the second thing we have we're working on is weighing ourselves every day or tracking ourselves in other ways um the third habit that we're focusing tiny habit that we're focusing on is that putting our cutlery down so we want to just keep going with those three habits and then the final thing is to your other homework is to post a tiny win in the group or post something in the group it doesn't have to be a tiny win it can be a fail if you like um and just like i think with doing that like as soon as you do it like as soon as you notice something thinking oh this, this could be i could share this in the group just grab your phone out like get the open up the circle app and share like because if you wait till later you usually forget so um yeah it's really and nothing's too small to share as well so uh that is our home play Okay, so does anyone actually, um, does anyone have any coaching? Is it like, does anyone have anything that they wanted? Like, they're like, oh, I, wanted, I, want, I want help with this before I um, move on to the coaching. I was going to do for okay. And Maria? You can type in the group. Dean, tell me what's going on. I just needed a little bit of Jules love today. It's been oh. a horrific week. Everybody was sick, and halfway through the week, the girls got lice. Ugh. I've been fighting. It is, and and the first treatment didn't take. And I did another round today, and I've washed every bed sheet and every towel and again in the house. And I just have reached my point of, I, I can't, I can't anymore. I can't, I can't. Mm. It's been a really bad, bad, bad week. But on the bright side, I've really still kept with not eating sugar late so that at least I'm sleeping okay and, and trying not to eat late. So just to still, to, to keep those self-care things that I think are becoming part of my very important part of my naturally healthy adene so that at least I can sleep and I don't have to think about lice in the middle of the night. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yes. Yeah, Dean. Oh, yeah. Like, let's really celebrate you. You did that, like that you're doing that. Yeah. Cause it's like, that's hard. Hey. Oh, it's hard. It's hard. And tonight I just, I just, I've been looking for something. I, I, I went rustling through the fridge and I thought Jules is online. I'm going to talk to Jules just for a minute and that will make me happy. And then I won't feel like eating and I will go brush my teeth and be okay. Oh, yay, Dean. <laughs> Oh, good for you, Adine. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like oh. like total opportunity to practice some self-compassion. Hey, like how hard is that? Lice, man. Gross. <laughs> gross. Yeah. So gross. Like, like so really tough week and taking care of yourself. And like 
Yeah. So we we are we are we are we are working we're getting forwards. I just yeah. I needed to share. We talked about that before that just yeah, I sometimes needed just getting it out. Yeah. yeah, just being heard. Yeah. It's like to be seen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but my family is sick of me because I'm just so cranky, but I'm yes. I appreciate. I appreciate the love and and yes, and now I will go and not eat and brush my teeth. Because oh, I don't, I don't, don't need, need to. to. I'm okay. Yeah, I'm okay. There we go. This is hard and I'm okay. That's that's like the thought to go off with, Adine. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay. Oh, Thank you. Sending you a big hug, Adine. Good. I'm no. glad to hear that. You, Yeah, you are okay. You'll be okay. Yeah. Oh, that's tough. Um, so Nira's posted... Um, I'm not able to decide on treats. I'm regarding abundance bowls and healthy foods as treats. Is that okay? Um, it's really up to you, Nira. Like, um, like, yeah, like most days, if you want to just have abundance bowls, great. But I, I would encourage you to think about like what's something that you would have normally have considered bad and get a plan to have it like, like in the next week. So you don't have to, your treat can be like, it can be healthy healthy food like your treats don't have to like um yeah don't have to be like sugar and whatever um however i think it is also important to like as part of being having a healthy relationship with food is actually giving yourself permission to have like food that you would have considered bad or that you would have considered like you know that not not permissible food so is there anything that that you're like you're kind of like you're craving Nira that your body really wants that you really want like or that your soul really needs like I'd be thinking about that you know it's just like that I don't want to have them you don't want to have them there's nothing that you really want okay well keep no. doing that like if you don't really if there's nothing that you're like oh, I, I really want um well, one of those like Indian like the, 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 the syrups like if you don't really want them then don't like you know, I've, I I just don't want, like my uh, favorite traits would be like uh, chips and chocolates. Okay. Uh, but, uh, but, but I really don't want to have them, but because I'm supposed to have a treat, I will take them out and have them. Okay. 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 Well, that's not, that's so not, it's it's like, not a, it's if you don't want it, then it's not, it's not, if you, if you don't want them, then it's not really a treat. Yeah, but but I regard them as a treat because I cannot stop when I start eating them. Right, right. So just help me understand a little bit more. Uh, so, so you're are you planning to have chocolate and chips? So uh, when I think of a treat that I have for the day, nothing comes up. But okay. during the but during the day. Then I said, oh, I have to have a treat. I have to have a treat. And then I'll see some chocolate or I'll see some chips or I'll see some nuts. Then uh, I'll take some. Okay. And then, you know, I'll finish the whole bag. Okay, let me taste it out or something like that. Right. So you're and, deciding and, in, the, in the moment what your treat's going to be and you're not deciding because, how much you're going to have before you start eating. Yeah. Yeah. So there are two things I've noticed. One is when I sit down to write in my diary in the morning, yeah. Uh, I cannot think of any treat because I really don't crave for anything. Yeah, okay. But during the day, in the moment, I decide uh, that I haven't had my treat. And this can be a treat. If I'm going out with a friend, that can be a treat. Okay. And then, then, it, uh, then you know, it is like uh, I listen to my body 
and I listened to myself and I said, yeah, okay, only so much and not more than this. But I realized that when I'm in that process, my brain has also shut down and it's on automatic pilot. You know, right. uh, whatever I'm doing, yeah. it's like, uh, okay, I can have only a handful. I can taste every bite. So this is working somewhere and I have that much and I'm so satisfied. There, so there are times where you've done that and it's worked, Nira? Yes, it's working. Yeah, okay, 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 great, great. Yes, but it's not working before. every time. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. No, but, but I'm realizing that my brain just shuts down. You know, it's like a complete sh shutting down of the brain and the surge, the urge takes over. Yeah. So okay. you're wanting more. But somewhere at the back of the mind, it is coming through that, you know, I just have to have a handful and I have to taste, take it slowly, have each one and savor the flavor. And uh, then, you know, it's not as if I'm having the whole bag of chips or maybe yeah. three bowls of uh, cashew nuts. I'm yeah. just restricting myself to a handful. So well, you, you're just so yeah you're, I'm finding very strange yeah okay so I think so one of the things to like prevent that when your brain goes on autopilot like that is to like serve the food out and put it away before you start eating it so once you've decided what your treat is okay yeah like don't don't just start grabbing food like out of the bag like you're serving it into a bowl or onto a plate and then you're putting the okay. rest of it away because then you okay. have to actually make a conscious choice to get up and get more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So do you think like that could be something to play around with this week? I, I, I've done that. Yeah. Uh, you know, just take out and leave the rest in the other room. Yeah. But then I will get up and go and get more. Right. Right. But that's, a, you're making a decision to do that. Okay. okay. Yeah. But yeah. There's so something confusing about the entire thing, you know, one is not deciding treats ahead of time. And the other thing is having it in the moment. And then in the moment, the craving takes over and realizing that, you know, you're, there's something going on. Yeah. Okay. Your brain is not functioning. There's yeah. There. Yeah. There's a lot to it. And like, it's just, yeah, we're going to talk about cravings next week. Nira. So like, definitely that's coming, but I'm just thinking like for you for now, um maybe like oh maybe it's like when you have that urge to have a treat like in the moment rather than giving into that like having the treat thinking I have to have a treat now and giving into it now maybe the thing is to do is to plan it's good to go okay this is my treat I'm going to have it tomorrow and actually okay put some separation and then in that morning that morning remember okay this is and you might have to like like to have a treat list of like this is my list of treats and deciding in that in the morning okay yeah 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 Do you think i think that, that will help yeah okay and the yeah. other uh, um the other thing is that you don't have to have like your treat doesn't have to be chocolate or chips or like food that triggers you to overeat every single day like you don't have to have a treat every single day it could just be that you're like you can you can have days where you skip treats where you just don't you don't you don't do the treat okay. you don't have to okay yeah like a, like a no don't, pressure to have treats no pressure to have <laughs> treats yeah like if you really don't want them if you're not like you're working out in the morning and you're like no I don't really want anything like yeah okay okay Thanks. yeah like that's Thanks. completely fine yeah that, that's okay <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah how does that feel Nira it, it feels good 
yeah, I'm glad takes the pressure off. Yeah, great, great. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and we'll talk about urges and um and cravings next week. And like I've got a tool to um to help you help you with those to to bring you to be more intentional. Um, thanks. Okay. Thanks, thanks, Excellent. Okay. Well, we might wrap up there, everyone. So, um, yeah, that was some really great coaching today. I think we were like really like del- delving into this. And yeah, two things to to think about is just not doing going into compare and despair. If that happens, no, pull yourself up on it and remember like you're exactly where you need to be. And also like, oh yeah, if you're feeling like you're behind and you don't like that you're like, because that was Anki's post was that she felt felt like she'd missed out and she hadn't started well because she was like two weeks behind. Then again, don't like just notice that that thought I, I'm behind doesn't feel very good. So instead, just remember, like, you're exactly where you need to be. And if you're confused about anything or you're not sure, like, reach out for coaching like Anka did so that we can get you feeling clear and making it feel like so you know exactly where you need to be. Okay. How's that feeling for everyone? We're good? Awesome. Okay. Have a great week, everyone. And I look forward to seeing you in the group. Okay. Bye, Jennifer. Good to think. I'm glad you popped your face in at the end. It's always good to see some smiling faces. Okay.